yeah, so <clears throat> listening to Feliz Navidad uh, that was just queued up reminded me of that story uh, because it is effectively, uh, I guess, at the, the date of release of this recording will be Christmas time it upon us. Uh, it is just at the date of recording, the timestamp this, just prior, the week prior to Thanksgiving. And this weekend, uh, my boys had a Boy Scout hike and uh, Sunday morning woke up to some light snow, and then by the time we broke camp, very heavy snow. So I guess it was a way to, to get into the season, uh, even if those who have tiny little black hearts because they experienced retail for many years, <laughs> maybe, maybe elicited at least a tiny little smile. Do we have a Grinch sound effect, I wonder? There's got to be one somewhere. Three, two, one. No, it's not. Still looking. Still looking. Google. <laughs> it's silent like the hole in his heart pretty much oh well well happy holidays to everyone out there um, thank you for joining us on this episode of the industrious podcast wherever you're getting your podcast or tuning in on YouTube. We appreciate you joining us today. Um, and again, happy holidays to everyone out there. Uh, we wanted to start this episode um, by getting into a little review, or I should say a, a, a in-depth review of 2021. Uh, certainly an interesting year. We've hit on a variety of these topics on past episodes, but thought it would be good to uh, kind of review those and then talk about kind of where we are transitioning into uh, 2022, the year of the deuce deuce, as I like to call it, um, maybe shed some light on what's ahead. Is that the official theme of the Chinese New Year, the deuce deuce? Uh, it was either that or, um, I don't know, the some year farm the animal, frog or the rat or gotcha. goat or something. Yes. I used it happy holidays and immediately my blood pressure went up because I realized I haven't done anything about Christmas and shopping and gift buying and all that fun stuff. And all the all you hear about is having to do it extra early this year. But the mall is only a fingertip away. Oh, I know, but <laughs> oh, it's exhausting. I will say, and every, this is old news because everybody's seen this happen. But like, if you're going, if you haven't done your shopping, get on it because um, I was in Costco not this past weekend, weekend before, and <laughs> naturally they have. Was that before or after Home Depot? <laughs> uh, before Home Depot, after Bed Bath and Beyond. Gosh, it's so uh, good. There's maybe a reference anyway, um, stocked with all kinds of Christmas stuff. And as I'm, I'm going through and I'm seeing people pick, you know, TVs and whatever they're buying, you could tell it was, had this feel of they're buying stuff for the holidays, even though it's at the time, I mean, it wasn't even Thanksgiving yet, obviously. Um, but as I looked around and saw a pretty good stock of all the stuff, I thought to myself, okay, if, if, if any of those items or things on your list or things that you need to get, you better get it now. Because I'm really curious to know once that inventory is gone, is that it? Will they have anything coming in to replace it? Well, there's more. It's just sitting on a boat somewhere. <laughs> it's in LA. Captain Stubing. About a half mile off, off the coast. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, I will be that person, probably frantically rolling around in late December, trying to round out a shopping list. And that's okay. I thrive under pressure, I guess. <laughs> um, all right. So... You mentioned year in review. Uh, it's kind of weird to review 2021 because I feel like it's still January of 2021. 
Uh, they say time flies, and they say the older you get, the faster the years go. I don't think a year has ever gone faster than this one. Uh, I think, obviously, in light of all the craziness going on uh, nationally and globally, uh, it was um, exciting, is the way to put it. And that's not always good. It, it was interesting because you can define that a lot of different ways. It was exhausting. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Uh, if I had to sum up 2021 in one word, I'd probably say insomnia because uh, now I get it. Uh, I've never suffered from sleep issues. And the last few months, I have barely slept uh, because I just can't. Um, it has been, uh, it's been a very strange year. And I think what, What's not helped is 2020 was obviously the depth of COVID. The first half of 2020, really March through end of June, was a, the, the the shutdown where everything stopped, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just had a lot of time to think. And in some ways, uh, while we were scrambling to make sure we understood what was going to, what, how we were going to be a impacted from the business perspective and make sure we are taking care of things uh, on the day-to-day to try and take care of our people and, and everything else and create security. It also, time slowed down. Uh, and then you hit July of 20 and into the you know third quarter and into the fourth quarter of 20, and steam was really, really picking up. And then we rolled into 2021. It's like there was no new year. There was no break. Uh, so I feel like 2021, even as fast as it's been, it's almost been like 18 months in a calendar year, if that makes any sense. And uh, and, the, and the theme hasn't changed. Uh, I would say supply chain, supply chain, supply chain would be the biggest 2021 year in review. Yeah, I, I was writing that down. I was like, as I did so, I was thinking to myself, okay, this is the same. I feel like we're on, we're on repeat. We've been saying it for months. And sadly, most of the articles we've been reading are continuing with that trend quite possibly through all of 2022. Um, but, you know, I guess to that point, it's the su- supply constraints, which I think we've been relatively lucky uh, in terms of, I, I mean, I don't know too many instances where we like, we have to have this product and absolutely didn't have it. There've been a few situations where we've been limited or a few situations where we can't get as much as we really wanted initially, or it's going to take longer. Um, the freight issues are crazy. And we were just talking about another example of that an unrelated field, but yet Christmas wreaths of all things um, and the freight issues, getting those in. Um, and then of course, cost pressures. Granted, it's affecting everyone, but I mean, I think everyone's tired of getting these increases or worse yet, now it's, we can't even quote you ahead of time. We'll, when you want to place your order, then we'll quote you for the product, um, which is kind of mind boggling to think about. Yeah. I, um, the, I think what's a, a very complimentary to some of our internal team um, has been that our we've gotten some feedback from our sales team saying, well, you keep talking about all these supply chain issues, but we haven't really seen it. And, you know, there's a little part of me that wants to cry when I hear that. And then there's a part of me that kind of wants to chuckle. 
because the internal team is working so hard to make sure that the market, our customer base doesn't feel supply chain issues, meaning they right. don't see a back order from us because we have a lack of stock. And, uh, you know, it's been an incredible challenge. Um, our, some of our internal team have been working tirelessly to, uh, to manage our own inventory, to manage our relationship with our vendors uh, and suppliers, to make sure that the market's not feeling it. And we know the market's not feeling it from us. I mean, you know, there are some exceptions. So let me qualify that a little bit, but, um, if our sales team isn't seeing it, that that's, that tells us something, uh, which is huge. And I, I think of, I relate supply chain in 21 to COVID in 2020 and all the way through today. Remember in, in March, gosh, were we so naive, um, in March of 2020, when they're like, when they said two weeks to, to stop the, the, the curve or whatever it is, mm -hmm. um, the two weeks turned into two months has turned into what is essentially a second year. Um, and that was the supply chain. It was okay. This time last year, we started feeling some, some supply pressures and then it was, well, Q1, it's going to improve. And then it was okay. Um, Q3 of 21, it will improve. And now everyone's saying mid 2022. Uh, and it's like, okay, I don't know how much longer we can do this before all of our hair completely turns gray and falls out. But, um, thankfully we've, thankfully we have strong relationships with our suppliers, which is part of the reason why people, one of the many reasons why people do business with us. And, um, it's, you know, we've been able to work through it. I should be able to weather that storm pretty good. If their hair falls out. I noticed you got a new cut, Other than new style. Is that your winter cut? My face. Yeah. Nice. Growing on my face and transplant it up top. We're going to need some super glue. <laughs> Aisle three. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, yeah. To that, to that point, kudos to uh, our operations team, uh, Les, Ben, and, and, and everyone on that team. Um, good job with, I know you guys have had a, a long year. Uh, good job keeping things moving and, and in supply. Um, certainly, you know, we've had a few hiccups along the road, um, but I think they've been comparatively speaking, relatively minimal, um, which, which is good. Um, yeah, so definitely that continues. And, and the communication from the brand shops, uh, supervisors and, and their teams back through the ch purchasing channel has been, been huge. And the patience exhibited by everyone has been necessary. Yeah. And, uh, appreciated for sure. Um, and you mentioned price increases. Um, you know, it's interesting cause in the news today and you gotta be very careful about where you get your news and making sure you find a trustworthy source of news because there's news and then there's agenda and yeah. I'm not going to get into politics of it cause I don't really want to. Um, but people talk about the word inflation and it's real right now. Uh, we're seeing it in pricing uh, across the board and, and, uh, building materials and raw materials and, and consumer goods Fuel. You know, on, on main street. Exactly. And yeah, I don't, again, this is not a, pol a political statement or even a policy statement, but if you can, if you look at it from our perspective and what we're seeing into 2022 and expecting prices to continue to rise, uh, and likely will impact us and unfortunately impact our, our customer base. It's because people are so darn busy. 
Mm-hmm. It's not like there's a softening in, in uh, business activity with prices going up. It's just simply supply and demand, and things are going bananas. Um, and I just you just kind of have to wonder where's that tipping point. So that you know it hasn't hit in 21. What will that first six months of 22 look like, and will we hit that that breaking point where people say, "Eh, maybe I'll sit this one out and wait a while." Um, yeah, personally, uh, you mentioned people buying like TVs and other products at Costco on your uh, husband of the year weekend. Um, <laughs> I've been wanting to buy a new grill for like a year now. Uh, I, the one I've got is about 15 years old. It's seen its life. It's got more rust on it than it does actual, you know, metal. Um, and the one I want says out of stock will ship in three months. I'm like, okay, well, do you actually believe three months? I don't know, but I can live with it because I don't do that much grilling in the winter. I'm not right. one of those like nutso goes out in 10 degree weather and tries to warm up a grill and cook stuff. Um, but more so, I'm looking, I'm like, am I paying way too much for a grill because their prices? Like, what if I wait a year? Will prices yeah. come down at all because materials may get better? Probably not, but the you know, just kind of wondering what that's going to look like. Yeah, I can't answer that. One would like to think so, but then again, I, I doubt it. You don't know? No. Why not? I don't know. Okay. My Magic Evolve wasn't wasn't tuned into that. It is decidedly so. Yeah. <laughs> so on a, on a little bit brighter note, with as busy as we've been, we've added new faces to the team, um, but conversely, we still have more spots to fill, and, and the employment market um, is, has also been a challenge, to say the least. Yeah, I was talking to uh, a couple of peers who either own or manage or work for service-related uh, businesses, so they don't feel the supply chain we do in terms of trying to buy in raw materials, buy in packaging materials, right. uh, and, and convert into finished goods. Uh, but they so their number one supply is human capital people yeah. uh, and, and so while there are there are there's a 180 in many ways from what they do to what we do being in manufacturing and distribution and having tangible product in a warehouse there are also a lot of parallels when it comes to trying to find and, and keep good people uh, and yeah you 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 uh, certainly hit a point there of, yes we've added some really good people and yes, we still have a lot of openings, um, not so much to replace team members, uh, but to, to add, because with all of the negative, if you will, of the ex- exhaustive process of managing inventory and making sure we have product to fill orders, that silver lining, the, the thing that's kept everyone from being completely lost on sanity, uh, is that we've had record-breaking revenues, uh, you know, almost month over month for a few months in a row this year. So from a business perspective, things are good, very, very challenging, but still, but for a good reason. Uh, and we've got, we've, we've got openings on our team to continue to fulfill those orders because not only have, for us personally, for Assessa, uh, our existing business has really been busy, really crazy. Right. And, and the backlogs, I mean, most of our, pe- our our facilities, they're not expanding. They can only produce so much in a given week. 
so their backlogs have grown. Uh, and some of these, some of our you know custom kitchen cabinet manufacturers, their backlogs are into April of 22. Uh, so that's five months out, mm-hmm. which is bonkers to me, but but good from a business perspective. Uh, so for us to to be able to fulfill that existing business, but also the new business that our sales team has been really successful at bringing on and gaining right. market share, which is a really challenging thing to do in these in, in times like this. Uh, so you said kudos to ops, kudos to sales too for continuing out there and grow market share uh, and show our value over our competition. Um, we need we need good people to help us with yeah. all that. So we appreciate the new folks that have joined the Assessa team in 2021. It's been an interesting year. Um, you guys have jumped in uh, feet first and really and really performed well. So uh, kudos to all of you. Um, and I think um, at the same time coming in in a, in a in a time when the way we work has also changed to some extent. Um, I mean, some people on the inside maybe not as much, but then those of us who um, aren't necessarily bound to a, a, a physical space inside um, have found and or been forced to work diff- a little bit differently. And we've, um, like, like a lot of people, have tried new things, and some things have worked really well, and some things maybe not as much. Um, and it's, it's going to be interesting over the next 24 months to see what things stick and stay versus what goes back to coming to the way it was prior to uh, the pandemic. But um, I think most of the team members have been pretty resilient with those changes, excuse me, and those modifications and, and, and have figured out how to, I guess, work smarter perhaps, uh, which is always refreshing. Um, yeah, that's been the hardest part when people are kind of looking at you for answers to in a situation where no one has any experience. Yeah, you know that, uh, and it's not from a COVID and pandemic perspective. You know, it's it's almost as bad from a pure data standpoint today that it was in the last year. Yeah, so it's certainly not gone away. Even as people continue to try to be back to normal, uh, it, it's still it's still there yeah. in, in certain ways. Um, so it's you know a little bit reach grasping in the dark. Yeah, we'd like to thank our, our technology partners as well. I know our, our technology spend this year has gone up considerably, uh, whether it's trying to find laptops or monitors or just different mobile devices to allow people to work in a different fashion and be as efficient as possible. Um, that's been a challenge too, especially now. I mean, we, I know we have, I don't know, half a dozen things on order, and they've been on order for over a month and there's no end in sight. Um, a few things we've gotten in, but they don't do anything until we have the other half of the, the unit. So, uh, that's been a challenge as well, but, um, we're happy to be in the position that we can do that to allow our folks to be as successful as they can be. And, um, so I'm anxious to to get the rest of those items in and, and get rolling down that, down that path. Um, 2021 also brought the industrious podcast and the industrious blog to the to the forefront what's that what's that that's what that's this oh yeah <laughs> yeah hey guess what what we need you to show up at nine o'clock why we're doing a podcast oh. all right Look he, at he you, secretly Tara. loves it he secretly loves it i swear uh-huh totally <laughs> 
How many episodes are we in now? I think I would I would know this off the top of my head, but uh, um, a dozen plus. I don't know that we're a dozen. I don't know that we're twelve in, but let's say let's say we're probably a ten in, maybe um, in terms of total release. I don't, I don't even know if it's that many, but but I, I would I look forward to doing more in twenty twenty two. Um, if you all have any topics um, in, within this industrial space that you'd like to see us talk about or touch on, um, hit us up in the comments and, and let us know what uh, what topics you have in mind that uh, you'd like to see us go further into, and we'd be happy to take a look at those and get the appropriate guests on here and, and go into them. Yeah, industry-specific, business uh, life. We're really experts at politics and religion. We love talking politics and religion, especially at the dinner table when all the family gets together <laughs> after some glasses of wine. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, let us know. It's a great way to liven up the holidays. Uh, as we head into winter now, um, I guess it's a combination of things in terms of um, what we've been talking about in terms of supply constraints mixed with um, some of the freight issues that we've been we've been talking about as well and what really goes into is with the evolution of water-based products so we're seeing a strong strong interest in the movement to water-based coatings um, a lot of the surface treatment chemicals um, on the chemical side of the house are already water-based uh, but you see a movement there of going into the non-phosphate variety um, but either way, as we move into winter, one of the challenges, of course, now is managing supply constraints with the obvious, which is the temperature. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see those who want to shift into water base now. Can we prepare them for thinking ahead, like now, to get product in? Um, will the supply constraints inhibit us to bring that stuff in ahead of the months of January and February when temperatures can get below zero and freight companies will just flat out say, well, the supplies there are not, we're not shipping water-based products, or you have to go to an extreme um, to keep that stuff heated while it's in shipment, which is, of course, just going to jack up costs even further. Um, so it's going to be very interesting over the next four months trying to uh, help these customers make that transition if they want to do it right now. Uh, managing the supply, managing the ability to freight that stuff in, um, educating our customer base on the reality of the situation, um, and, and go from there. And I think, aside from the freight issues and the temperatures with water-based products, you just have this whole environmental movement. And I don't know if it's not because of COP26 that that was recently held uh, in Scotland, but the um, just the, the overall movement of moving into more environmentally friendly uh, type products is, is really starting to happen. And I know we've been talking about it for who knows how many years now, but, but when customers, especially here in the Midwest, start approaching us and asking us about, okay, I'm not just kicking tires. I'm now ready to start that transition process. What does that look like? I don't want to go maybe 100% on day one, but let's phase it in. Help me phase this in. Um, that's happening now. Yeah, I don't think people uh, sometimes realize just how cold the North Atlantic is <laughs> in the months of January and February. I actually do. I worked on the, uh, I was a boom operator for the MSC Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. Uh, one year. 
uh, it's cold and water freezes. Uh, so that that is our challenge today is filling the interest level, the the very much growing interest level of water with managing uh, a inventory or a stock of something that's emerging and saying, okay, do you want it? You need to get it on order now or else it won't be till March or April because of the inability to freight it uh, reliably or cost effectively. Uh, because to have a heated container coming over overseas uh, from one of our suppliers in particular, uh, in this case would be ICA out of Italy, uh, which makes fantastic water-based uh, waterborne urethanes. That is a uh, very expensive endeavor. So, uh, but you're right that the interest level in water has blown through the roof. Um, and I, I would say in some cases, it seems like it's due to external environmental pressures but more so it's internal desire to find something more environmentally friendly, not only for our greater environment, but for the, the operating environment mm -hmm. of that business. Um, and we've got two fantastic suppliers for wood coatings, uh, waterborne products, but also suppliers on the, on the general industrial uh, metal coating side as well. So we're, we're well positioned. Uh, if people have any curiosity or questions or just want to play around with the technology, more than happy to to uh, fulfill that request. Right. Which is also a good segue then to kind of a very mild look ahead into 2022. Um, we have some new products on the horizon that we'll be launching um, between now and the next, let's say, the end of the first quarter of 22. Uh, most of those, well, not all water-based, some are actually still solvent-based, um, but all kind of lean in that direction of uh, improving environmentals for markets where we currently supply uh, products to. So look very much looking forward to doing uh, or launching those and seeing those uh, have success in the marketplace. Um, but I also feel like, I mean, a lot of the stuff we talked about has maybe a little bit of a negative spin to it to some extent, but I feel like we have a lot of momentum also going into 22. A little concerning whether we can deliver on all the momentum, but we have a, a lot of momentum nonetheless going into into the into the new year um which i know i'm i'm excited about most of the other team is excited about for the uh for those that know what's going on and um pretty much looking forward to seeing how this all shakes out um yes i think it's fair to say that the stress and anxiety that i felt all year is magnified right now um in looking at the operating budget for the company companies and saying okay so the cost of materials is going up and we're just trying to keep up with that by materials. I mean, raw material, finished good containers, cans, pails, boxes, anything and everything is going up. Um, and in some cases it's, as you mentioned, going up by the order, then you've got the cost of doing business, the cost of having a business. So the infrastructure items like insurance, and I don't mean just medical insurance, which is going through the roof. Um, uh, Again, yeah, um, but also uh, liability insurance, property insurance, things that you have to have uh, to to run a business, payroll expenses, wages, everything uh, is going up, and the you look at that and say, okay, how do you maintain a healthy enough level of margin and profit to be to create security for your business, right? Uh, which is necessary to stay in business. How do you do that 
and manage the increasing costs without increase, you know, and when you know you've increased revenue to try and cover that additional cost. And you have a challenge trying to increase revenue because you're telling your sales team, go sell, but let's really talk about what we sell and can we actually, when we bring on new customers, can we fill their orders because of a limited inventory? Uh, it's, uh, if anyone has that answer, please ring that bell and let me know. <laughs> Uh, well, aside from new products, um, also some business development projects that we feel like we've been working on for quite some time and due to everything going on, they've probably taken longer than we would have liked, but hopefully those will also come to fruition in, in, in early 22 or about this, around this transition that we're looking forward to. And, um, if they do, we'll look forward to sharing those with you guys when the, when the time is appropriate. Um, what's, what's your magic eight ball say for the first part of 2022? Or are you afraid to say? No, I think that the first quarter, at least, of 22 is going to be exactly like the third and fourth quarter of 21. And I would venture to say that uh, unless, you know, unless there's some big global event or national event um, that cannot, like that has an impact on the economy, I would venture to think that the second quarter of 22 will also be the same. Uh, so, uh I guess that's you know they say they take the good with the bad or the bad with the good. If if we're expecting strong revenues to continue and we're expecting trying to chase paint, so um yeah it's going to be really exhausting. But at least it's for you know good results, right? If uh, you all out there want to chime in on how you how you feel about twenty twenty one or how you are looking ahead to twenty two. Feel free to unload in the comments section. Um, we're here to uh, listen to you. Let yourself vent if you need to, or just simply ask and commiserate. Um, we're happy to involve those. And again, if you have any ideas for future podcast episodes, leave them there as well, and we will take a look at those and, and uh, certainly um, factor that into our planning process. Anything else that uh, on your list that you want to you want to hit up? No, I mean, if you need any advice on like love and relationships, we're here for you. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the studio next door. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you everyone for tuning in. Happy holidays once again. Um, we appreciate you guys um, subscribing or listening to this podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, or if you're on YouTube. Uh, make sure you like this episode, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. Uh, so you can be alerted when the next episode drops. Uh, we appreciate it, and be industrious. Later. <laughs>